Hi everyone. <laughs> Welcome back to the Good Homie podcast. This is episode five. Uh, we actually had a special guest on on today's episode. Uh, his name is Jaden. He's one of our friends from high school. And him, Ronald, and I, um, we just talked about the ins and outs of owning a dog and uh, responsibility of owning a pet, the time and money sinks that they truly are, and all how how fun they are as well. But so yeah, if, if you if you're thinking of getting a pet or already have one. Hope you learn a lot of things from this or relate to our experiences. So yeah, hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, another huge shout, shout out goes out to one of our uh, content creator friends, uh, JR, uh, JR the PT Gamer on Twitch. Uh, he's doing a birthday charity stream next Friday, next Friday, Friday, September 24th. Uh, and all the proceeds are going to go to Fun Texas Choice. Link to that will also be in the description or on the screen. Uh, he'll all, he'll be featured in, in one of the future episodes uh, coming up here soon. So yeah, make sure you guys check out his uh, charity stream. Show some support to the homie. Um, make sure you guys... I'm going to put you down because you're homie. Make sure you guys follow our Instagram at ugh.podcast to be featured in the next episode. Um, yeah, we really appreciate your input. And I think starting from this episode, we actually started to flash up your guys' answers on the screen. So really want to make it an interactive experience. So uh, follow our Instagram and answer the question for the next episode. All right. With that, I'll leave you guys to it. Enjoy the podcast and see you guys next time. Thank you. What the dog doing? Hey, yo. Welcome back to You Good Homie Podcast, episode five. Um, what are we talking about today? Today we are talking Today we're about, about pet ownership. Bosco, but, come here. But first, we got a special guest, uh, Jaden. Jaden is our good friend. Um, yeah. We went to high school with him. Um, Jaden, do you want to introduce yourself to the audience? Yeah, my name's uh, Jaden, and for pet ownership, I recently got a uh, Labradoodle puppy. Hey. Uh, we'll flash a picture up on the screen. Super I've cute. Super here. huge. <laughs> <laughs> I've been a part of the fatherhood for the fatherhood six months now. <laughs> hey, yeah, nice, 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 nice. How about you, Ronald? How, like, oh. where's Brownie, bro? Bring him down here, man. Oh my god, man. <laughs> While he's doing that, let me introduce okay. my pet. Um, Bosco, come here. We're actually gonna start fighting. For the reason, though. We have to edit this. We have to edit this out. So, hello, everyone. This is my dog, Bosco. Say hi. He is a Pembroke Welsh Corgi. Oh my god! Jeez, okay, buddy. Uh, he's three months old, and he is an asshole, as you can see. But he's lots of fun, and he's super cute. And he's about to fight Brownie. <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh, he's going crazy. Ready. He's going crazy. Okay, Ronald, introduce Brownie. <laughs> All right, guys. This is my fur baby, or fur man. This little chill, calm dude, not as zoomy as that guy. This brownie, he's like, oh shit, he's like 10, 13 years old, and he's frenemies with Bosco. So yeah, I've had him for a while. This guy gets really uncomfortable around yeah, Bosco. It's sometimes. actually a Fight Club. Uh, yeah, see. Okay, let's uh, right, let's let's break right, it up. Right. We're we're cutting this all out. Right, all right, brownie. <laughs> Time to go back upstairs. All right, now now that the now that Brownie is upstairs, um, we can start the episode. <laughs> so today we are talking about pet ownership. Um, I think a pattern we've all noticed is over COVID, there's been a lot of COVID pets. Yeah, COVID dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Shut up. <laughs> no, go, go. COVID dogs, COVID like any types of pets, um, and a lot of people have had to give them up. So uh-huh. it's it's kind of like a good topic to talk about, like. Um, what are the ins and outs of pet ownership? What are the truths? Some yeah. stuff that we've been told. Um, so the first question is actually uh, one that we asked on Instagram. Um, what is one biggest misconception or myth that you've heard about owning a pet? And we'll flash up some of your guys' uh, responses on the screen. Um, but uh, I guess like we can talk about our own yeah, answers. Yeah. Uh, Ronald, if you want to go first. I can go first. Uh- I, th- I think one of the biggest, um, I think one of the biggest myths slash misconceptions is that, uh, like, say you get your pet from yep. like a family member for free, yep. or say you got that dog super cheaply. Yeah. At the end of the day, 
pets aren't cheap. Like they really yeah. aren't. I think uh, a lot of people go in and it's like, oh, um, I got this dog for like 250 bucks and like they're not that expensive, but you're not keeping into account like registering the dog with the city. Yeah. Um, shots like shot like shots and vac- vaccinations are mm-hmm. expensive as hell. Um, pet insurance, pet insurance, uh, especially when they're puppies, anything yeah. that goes wrong with them is super expensive. Even with insurance, it's yeah. still like a lot of money. Um, paying for their food, getting them toys, like getting them a crate. If you need to do like puppy training, because like I know there's like bigger dogs yeah. who like need actual training. What are you doing? Um, <laughs> who need like actual training? Um, yeah, it's just a lot of things. Neutering too. Uh, yeah. Neutering, neutering, spaying, yeah, and neutering. Yeah, spaying and yeah. neutering. Um, like what else is like money sinks? Uh, like just dog food in general. Dog food. Really expensive. They especially when they're puppies, they eat a lot. Yeah. yeah. So. I bought this uh, big bag of dog food that I thought would last me a year. Yeah. I think I bought... He's This guy's only... Th- I've only had him for one month and he's almost done the bag, right? So it's just like... Yeah, yeah you don't you don't realize like a lot of people just think um, the what you pay the breeder is it. Like when you get a puppy. And just full disclaimer, like we, we are all dog owners. So this episode is going to be dog biased. But a lot of the stuff we talk about can be applied to other pets as well um but yeah so anyways like for dogs when you get when you get a puppy right a lot of people think that oh like i just pay like two thousand three thousand to the breeder and that's it right but it's actually so much more than that like that initial payment uh that you're that you're putting down or like you're paying over months for to to take care of the dog so Mm -hmm. yeah there's a lot of hidden costs too like um when I got a Rufus, like our yard wasn't fully fenced off. Yeah. And so yeah. we had to get like a gate and stuff. And uh-huh. yeah, paying for all that stuff too to like puppy proof your house and be all yeah. that stuff. Oh yeah, puppy proofing is expensive as hell, dude. And also like uh, <laughs> damages too if they chew yeah. up something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, especially yeah. if you live in an apartment or a condo. Oh, yeah. um, that's also one thing that um, I had to keep in mind because our family lives in a townhouse that's uh-huh. kind of managed by a condo board. Yeah, yeah. And most condo boards actually, in their policies, they don't allow pets un- unless you ask. So if you do live in an apartment, if you're thinking of getting a pet, you should ask permission first or you risk like yeah, or getting in trouble. Yeah, huge fine. Pay- paying yeah, a huge yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, when we were building this house, like, or when we were building our old house, when we let out our old house, like puppy proofing it was like so expensive or just replacing things like, mm-hmm. uh, he would have a lot of like brownie when he was a baby, he would have a lot of accidents on like around the baseboarding. Yeah. And it's just like, sometimes you like, you know, it's like sometimes people just don't catch it and they don't clean it up every time. Yeah. So it's like when we were re-renovating our house again, it was just like replacing all the baseboards and replacing like the flooring where it's like just covered in pee and stuff. It's just like, yeah, it's just like just the craziest. So yeah, I think just puppies in general are expensive. When they get older, they're not as expensive, but they're still pretty expensive. Like I still have to pay for a lot of like the dental care that Brownie needs and like his breath like, stinks. Brownie's yeah, bro, his breath, breath stinks. Actual ass. No matter how hard we try to take care of it, it's disgusting. Um, but yeah, like and paying for his food, um, like paying, especially when they get older, it, it like almost goes full circle because yeah. like they start to get problems again when they're exactly, older. Exactly. Yeah. So it's just like paying for those, and it's just like even with insurance, like they're not necessarily pre-existing conditions, but they're just expensive. Like yeah. the surgery is expensive, like other stuff, and all that stuff. So yeah. yeah. What about you, Jaden? What's the biggest misconception you've heard about owning a pet? I think one of the biggest misconceptions that I had when I first got Rufus was, like, the training aspect. Yeah. Because, like, on, like, YouTube and stuff like that, they show you a video of, like, this dog going crazy on the leash. And then yeah, yeah, by yeah, the yeah. end of, like, five minutes, they're good to go. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, man, yeah. this is going to be easy. <laughs> it's going to be easy. It's going to be breeze. And then, oh, my God, taken out. It doesn't listen. You're like, this is watching <laughs> the video again. Like, <laughs> where, 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 where's the trick? Where's the trick? <laughs> What's going on here? So, yeah, I think training was probably the biggest one. Um, like, a lot of the small stuff, uh, like, financially, I think I can take care of. Like, if they choose something up, it's not too bad. But, uh-huh. yeah. like, uh, the time sink with training and that you have to be always on yeah, it. I think that's, like, uh, probably the biggest one for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, yeah, I was thinking, like, as long as I watch these videos ahead of time, I know what to do. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But, yeah, when it comes down to it and it doesn't follow the instructions, yeah. then it's like, yeah, oh, it's like- now, now we're off. 
off the grid now. Because <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the thing with training is like, you have to like people have to understand that dogs don't understand our language, Mm-mm. and they can only learn like so much words in their lifetime, right? So it's like you have to have a lot of patience. And with this guy, like Bosco, I had to have a lot of patience, bro, because this guy is a is a a lot of work. Um, but like you know, with with time, obviously they are puppies, like they're still young and still learning. So it requires a lot of time, a lot of patience to get them to do what you want. Like even basic commands like sit and stay. Oh, I, sh- I shouldn't have not have said that word. But, like I should have spelled it out. Cause like then he hears, he hears it. Right. He hears it, yeah. But, but yeah, so like basic commands like those take some time, take a lot of like positive reinforcement to, yeah. to teach and stuff like that. So yeah. Was well, like Brownie, like, especially when we were even just trying to teach his name was like a lot of work. For yeah. Us. Their name, like too. just teaching them their name. Um, and like, Getting them to like sit, uh, getting them to S I T or S T A Y, or like, um, s- like or even come yeah. is like a huge one too. Um, it, even like getting them to come at a whistle was yeah. like really really hard. Yeah. Um, I would because like it, it was just like for us whistling was a lot easier just because it's like a lot louder and they come like you can't really shout his name. Yeah. He goes across and they'll hear it, so it's like whistling was a lot more effective. But even then, like. Brownie's still 12 years old, and sometimes he doesn't listen to all the commands. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's surprising, like, the context that you, like, teach dogs and how they learn. Like, with a Rufus, he learned sit, like, when I was, like, standing next to him. Yeah. But if I was, like, two feet back, he wouldn't know what that means. Yeah. yeah. And it's, like, know, it's yeah. so specific yeah, yeah. that you have to, like, train him in all different, like, circumstances different settings, and different yeah. environments. Like, yeah. in, inside, outside. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah. Like, with a treat and without yeah. a treat. Because yeah, sometimes, yeah. like... I, I think what I what I learned with Bosco, okay, buddy. <laughs> what what I, what I learned with Bosco is sometimes he's a little bit. He only does stuff for me if I have food in my hand. Mm-hmm. So some I have to switch it up sometimes, like uh, reward him with a toy, or reward him with praise or pets, um, rather than always giving him treats or food. Right. So just just so he learns that like, if he does a good thing, he's not always gonna get food. He's like gonna get some other reward right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah yeah um for yeah. me oh, yeah. no. um the biggest misconception for me is that uh, again this is gonna be like kind of a dog-centered yeah, episode yeah. but for me the biggest misconception is that all dogs are friendly which they're not oh no um, no 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 that behavior has to be trained into them like they have to socialize with people and other dogs in different situations as well <laughs> Um, I know, uh, I know a friend, I won't dox her name, but I, I know a friend who, um, recently met a dog who wasn't socialized properly mm-hmm. with people Yeah. and like she was giving him a treat. Right. And, and the dog was normal, right? The, the dog was normal. Like it took the treat and then she went to get him another treat and then, uh, the dog just came up. Right. And then bit her on the nose Damn. and bit her on the hand. Yeah. Um, so it required stitches, right? So in that sense, like you don't really know, right? Like the dog doesn't show aggression and, and it just goes like that because it doesn't know how to act around other humans. It doesn't know Mm -hmm. how to act, uh, Mm -hmm. when it's like getting food and stuff like that. So you Mm -hmm. need to train that behavior, um, by socializing with people. And then like, if, if you see them, if you see your dog, like being aggressive or being rough around other people, then you have to take control of that situation yeah yeah. um because it could be dangerous for your dog it could be dangerous for the other person and then it could just like lead to other problems like you get sued you could get your dog euthanized and stuff like that right so like a whole thing yeah yeah i don't don't know if you guys have anything else to add on that yeah uh brownie like you 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 saw brownie earlier he's like a generally friendly dog like especially Mm. with humans he's not too like crazy crazy but like the thing is, is like with other dogs, sometimes it's either he'll be very like old manish and crabby, yeah. or he'll like like especially with Bosco, especially he's very old manish and crabby. <laughs> so he'll like he'll like be almost he'll be almost aggressive, but like not like he won't bite them. Yeah. Um, which is like something we've trained in him not to bite, but or he'll be like super, like he'll be super horny, super down and bad. He'll like, he'll, like, <laughs> he'll like try to like every single dog he sees doesn't matter if it's guy or girl yeah so it's it's one or the other he'll either be super standoffish and super crabby or he'll be super like 
way too friendly yeah you know? way too friendly yeah. if you know you know yeah, if you know you know bro <laughs> okay so the next question is number two okay so what was so i think we've all had our dogs since they were puppies right yes, yes so yes. what was like the biggest challenge for you guys in raising a young puppy i think i'll go i'll go last because i want to hear your guys because you guys just <laughs> Jaden, go first and it's, it's been like 10 yeah. years it's been like eight years since uh -huh. was a puppy so it's like yeah for me like uh when I got Rufus, so, like, the people who know my dog, and I guess you guys seen pictures, he's huge. He's huge. And, like, he got big really, really quick. And I don't think he realized how uh, how big he is. Yeah. So, like, um, like, the hardest thing about raising him was having him, like, calm down and not, like, jump up jump on, on people. people. Yeah. Because it's such yeah. a common thing with, like, uh, puppies, with right? Puppies, uh -huh. And he's still only six months old, but he's, like, 50 pounds. He's, like, <laughs> up to my chin. He's huge. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. So, when he he's jumps huge. up and, like puts his like paws on you and it's it's so heavy and he gets uh -huh. so excited with people mm -hmm. yeah, yeah like uh when i had my friends over i had them like uh, downstairs and then i was holding rufus back and then he, <laughs> he evaded my grip and he just bolted down the stairs <laughs> oh, straight on like the couch he went on the uh, uh, like justin's like ribs and oh feel <laughs> oh, <laughs> like the groan so that's probably the biggest thing especially okay like with the guys i'm not too concerned because yeah, like they yeah, can take yeah. it. They can take it. Yeah. But like, um, like when we have like family over and stuff, and they have like little kids and stuff yeah, like that, then kids. it's like, yeah. uh oh, yeah, it's, it's like kind of scary. Yeah. Or babies, yeah. Because Rufus yeah. can easily overwhelm like a little, like a little kid, especially when he grows up. Like he's gonna yeah. be what ninety pounds? Probably yeah, around yeah. ninety yeah. pounds. Like I, I saw Rufus yesterday, and then I felt his <laughs> paw on my foot, and I was like, that's not a, that's a human's foot. <laughs> that feels like a human's foot. <laughs> but yeah, uh, for me. I think we touched on it before mm -hmm. is just how expensive they are. So I have a couple stories about uh, Mr. Bosco here. So I guess the first one, uh, the first trip to the vet, um, luckily it was free uh, because I think for VCA, um, what is it called? They, they do your first exam free and stuff like that. Uh, but the second one, uh, there was one kind of weekend where, uh, this guy had poop, uh, blood in his poop. Uh, so I got scared and I took him to like one of those like 24 hour emergency mm -hmm. vet hospitals. And, uh, since blood in poop is not normal, like they tested for parvovirus, uh, because he's not fully vaccinated against parvo yet. And also for parasites. Um, and they also gave him an antibiotic to help with the, help with the, the bleeding. Right. So all of that plus the exam came out to uh, 300 bucks and the thing is like that's technically considered an emergency right um so that would be considered that would be covered under pet insurance the thing is like i uh bosco i just got bosco um and we were still under <laughs> ambitious as hell <laughs> oh my yeah, God. Bro. we were still under like the waiting period so like there's mm. a 15 day waiting period where any claims you can't submit so that fell under that so i had that was out of pocket and then the next vet visit was a vaccination. So pet insurance doesn't cover like routine checkups, like vaccines, spaying, neutering, um, like regular checkups, uh, stuff like that. So like the vaccination and the deworming and the exam this time came out to around 200 bucks. So immediately that's around 500 bucks for this guy um, that is not covered by insurance. So. Yeah, I think that was like the biggest challenge. Mm -hmm. um, and on top of that, like buying all this guy's toys yeah. and his like supplies and stuff like that um, is like a really big commitment. So if you're trying to get a, if you're thinking of getting a pet, really think about your financial situation. Shout out to our, our, our last episode, episode four about financial health. Uh, really think about your financial situation before you get a pet, any kind of pet, because they are money sinks. Even as fun as they are, they are money sinks and they cost yes, a lot of money. Uh, one advice I can give is Facebook Marketplace was a lifesaver for me because that's where I got his like, that's where I got his crate, uh, a lot of his toys, like the snuffle mat that he's going off on right now, I actually got from Facebook Marketplace. Um, you can find a lot of stuff there that's been used by other dogs that they just grew out of. So it's not broken or anything for mm -hmm. a lot cheaper. Like mm -hmm. his crate was like at least 30 bucks cheaper on, on Facebook Marketplace. So, yeah. Um, the next question. Oh, wait. Uh, I'll go. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> no, I forgot about this guy. No, it's all good. Uh, I think the biggest 
challenge um, in raising a young pet was like getting over like the puppy blues. Do you mm. guys know what like yeah. that term is? Yeah. yeah. So it's like, so it's like, um, it's kind of like that. So there's a similar term with like kids where it's like these guys are so so much of a time sink, money sink, and energy sink yeah. that you're just like, man, you're like wishing like, man, I did, I wish I didn't have this puppy, mm-hmm. or I wish I didn't have like, I wish like he wasn't here or stuff like that and yeah. kind of dealing with those kind of like feelings about your like dog and like don't get me wrong i like loved granny when he was a kid but like man this like he was just as much as a demon as like rufus was and like and and how bosco is right now it's just i was just like some nights i'm just like man i wish you would stop crying in your crate especially yeah. when i was yeah. crate training him man he would just cry constantly and it was just like Oh, brother, man. This guy stinks, man. <laughs> hey, this guy stinks. Yeah, I was just... And, like, <laughs> and, and potty training him potty. and, like, getting him to learn commands. It was just... It was... It's very... Like, being a dog owner for a young pet or just being an, a pet owner for, like, a young pet is so frustratingly hard. Mm-hmm. Like, it's 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 a big, like, mental game because you're just, like... your Your patience is tested every day. Yeah. You're like, man... Is this dog gonna get on my nerves again oh, yeah. today, or is he gonna actually behave? Yeah, and that's just kind of how the game goes, you know. Sometimes they'll piss you off. Sometimes they'll be like the source of happiness. But it's just for me, especially when they're younger, is like getting over the puppy blues. Like, mm-hmm. man, like, do I really want this dog? Do yeah. I really want to take care of this? It's dog? Like raising a kid, yeah. right? Like, Literally, yeah. yeah. It's it's like raising a kid. Like, they're once you get the dog, they're part of your family. It's not just like you can get rid of the dog, right? I mean, you can, but, like, why would you? Yeah. Like, if if you really can't take care of it, then then yes, but you made a commitment you um, to, to get a dog, so you should follow through with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if I if I had to tie back, like, Ronald's answer to, like, um, hey. the stuff we were talking about before about, like, um, misconceptions, yeah. I think, like, one of the conceptions I had was, like, me and my dog wouldn't have this, like, instant bond. Yeah. And, yes. like, yes. like yes. be yes. homies right away. Yeah. But, like, no, no, <laughs> it was man. so hard right away because nah, they're so crazy and they like haven't like adjusted to like, anything yet, and it's just like it's literally like living with like just a pure animal. Yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. Beginning. It's not yeah, a pet; yeah, it's yeah, an yeah. animal. And I think just the uh, over time, like, <laughs> I think like especially with training, I think that helped a lot with yeah. like building the bond and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'd say it, it took like a for me it probably took like. You like one or two months for me to like totally get over the puppy blues. Yeah. Like seeing yeah. like how big this guy was getting, I was like, oh yeah. shit. <laughs> Holy yeah, shit. It's like, it's like fuck. It's gonna overpower me. I, yeah, I think like going back to that, um, like it was a good thing that you mentioned bonds because uh, for the longest time, Brownie used to only hang out with two people in my house and it was me and my mom. He hated everyone else because my dad was like the disciplinary like oh, figure for my yeah. dog for the most part my mom but my mom was the one who coddled him the most time so like she was the one who always fed him food and like fed him treats and all that and obviously i was taking care of him a lot too yeah um but yeah he used to like hate the rest of my family like he it took him a while to like really come around in the beginning because like like you said they're like animals they they don't create like they they don't bond to you right away yeah. and it's like it's gonna take time it's gonna take positive reinforcement slash negative reinforcement and just experience in general for them to and, really warm up to you. And, and you're literally taking them away from their, like, family, right? Yeah. When, yeah, when you first yeah, get yeah. them. Like, the only thing they've known is their mom and their litter and maybe the breeder. But most of the time, they're spending their days with their mother and mm-hmm. their litter mates, right? And, like, when, once you take them away, that's kind of like a, a huge moment in their life. And those kind of like first impressions that your dog has of you is super important because that's that kind of decides like are they gonna listen to you are they gonna obey you? are they gonna respect you um, and yeah that's I think that's super important yeah I mm. think like uh, especially with crate training like because it was so hard because Rufus kept crying but then yeah like based on what you said like him yeah. in the crate that's the first time he's been alone ever exactly, in his yeah, whole ever. life and yeah, yeah he doesn't yeah. know the surroundings or yeah. like who I am stuff like that so. I guess it's a give and take. Like, I remember when I first got Rufus, like, I was pretty, like, sleep-deprived, as I'm sure you guys were. yeah. Mm -hmm. When you guys uh, got your dogs. But, yeah, I was reading, like, somewhere, and it's, like, um, like, if you think about from their perspective, too, like, your dog's probably sleep-deprived as well. Yeah. Kind of, like, adjust to your new home and everything. Like, from all the anxiety and stress of just being in a new environment. Yeah. Yeah. 
like the demand like the dog has on you is like 10 times more that you put on the dog to like adjust to you and everything like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's uh, move on to the next question. Uh, what is the what is the quirkiest slash funniest thing that your pet does that your dog does? I guess I can start because this guy's here. Um, like the the funniest thing that he does is so. Uh, this guy sleeps like <laughs> this guy sleeps so funny. I have a I'll flash up a picture on the screen right now where he sleep he sleeps legit like a human where he's like his head is on his like stuffed toy and then he's like sprawled out like this. And it's so funny because you, you expect dogs to like kind of like sleep like this or, or like like with, with their paws down, right? But this guy just sleeps in any which way position, whatever he feels comfortable. And like the other thing that I find super funny is um, the traditional corgi sploot. So he, he usually does his like sploot like like this and his, his legs like like that. But sometimes, most of the time he does like this stupid 90 degree sploot where his like leg is uh, his leg is like this and his other leg is like this and then he just be chilling there <laughs> it's so funny but yeah this guy is uh oh another thing that he does which is at the, uh which is like a pain at the same time funny is sometimes in his water bowl um so he would drink like a couple gulps of water and then and then when he gets bored he like blow bubbles in it he's, he's like he, he'd blow bubbles with his nose and then he like starts pawing the the water bowl and it like flips over and then i have to clean it up <laughs> I, and then and then he like flips it over he, he flips over the water bowl right and then he barks at the water bowl because he can't flip it back over and yeah i don't know it's just it, it, it's just funny seeing that but at the same time I'm like fuck i have to clean this up yeah. <laughs> but yeah no he's he's a lot of fun um love spending time with him and stuff like that so yeah, I was but gonna yeah. say for like blowing bubbles. That was, that was mine with Rufus when he first found out that he could blow bubbles. Like, holy yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> he yeah. went nonstop. Doing just like... it. I think like uh, another one is when he first learned like paw, right? Yeah. So paw, I didn't teach him that. It was my mom. Yeah. And then so my mom was so happy that she finally like, taught him something, and then so he like she kept doing it to him, and he kept getting like more and more treats. And parents go heavy with the treats. Oh yeah, they go heavy. <laughs> oh yeah, no. Parents so, go so heavy with the treats, man. Yeah. And then, so now, whenever Rufus is, like, trying to do something, and he's, like, trying to get, like, cooperation, he always gives paw. Like, uh, <laughs> like when, the, like, if he's, like, running and, like, asking to stop, he's like, uh, paw, he's paw. giving it out. Yeah. <laughs> he always tries that. He's, like, <laughs> he's, like, down. You, okay. you sure? Yeah, this is probably mine, giving paw for, like, no reason. And then, like, I, I, I think what, one thing I wanted to touch on is, like, the parents with the treats. Oh. Okay, so so here's the thing, right? Like, when, I, I'm sure, like, uh, this situation is, like, relevant to a lot of people. But when you ask your parents, like, oh, can we get a pet? And they're like, no, no, we no, can't get no. a pet. No, we can't get a pet. But then they're, they're the ones that end up, like, spoiling the dog. Like, for example, my parents want to give this guy, like, human food all the time. Like, oh, like, yeah. like table scraps yeah, and stuff. Because yeah, he, yeah. he's always, like, sitting there just, like, looking cute, right? And I was like, no, we can't give him human food. Like, we don't know what ingredients are in in the food and we don't know if it's gonna be like poisonous to him right so yeah i i, I find that super funny how it's the parents that actually like end up spoiling Spoil, the dog yeah. <laughs> yeah no my my dad was like he was just like we're never gonna get another dog because we used to have a dog before brownie and yeah. it was a huge dog and like we were like kids so we didn't really know how to take care of him um and then that when that dog passed away my dad was like no we're never getting another pet ever again and then when we ended up getting brownie from a relative, my my dad and my mom are by far the people who take care of yeah. brownie the most. Yeah. Like next to like me and my siblings, like they're just like they're always feeding him, they're always giving him treats, they're always giving him human food all the time. Mm -hmm. They're like they like take him out for walks more than we do. Yeah, and it's just like yeah, like the the parents are like at first they're the hardest like no, yeah, we don't want a pet. But then, like, after, they're like, oh, my God, I love this dog the most. <laughs> yeah. And you're just like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, it's so true, like, um, with Rufus. So I told my parents that uh, I was getting a dog. And I guess I sort of worded, like, we are getting a we dog. Getting I'm a getting dog. a dog. <laughs> it's I'll happening. I'll give you, like, two months to, like, mentally prepare yourself. <laughs> it's happening. It's happening. <laughs> I, I put the payment in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that exactly <laughs> me too. Happening. Exactly me too. And, um, and... 
they weren't against it, but they like weren't thrilled about it. They're like, yeah. ah, like, like yeah, ah, not nah. another dog. Yeah. Ah. But uh, it's so funny, like, because they, they love Rufus and they like play with him all the time. And then when we first got him, when he was just like a little puppy, mm-hmm. um, after the first couple of weeks, uh, it's so funny. It's kind of wholesome. Like my, uh, my dad would be at work yeah. and then he'd call like the house. Yeah. And he'd be like, put Rufus on the phone. <laughs> and then my phone. mom would like take the phone and put next to Rufus' ear. Yeah. And then my dad would be like talking like, hello, hello. And then Rufus would just be like shaking his head back and forth. <laughs> <That's> so cute. <laughs> He's watching like, oh my God. Yeah, these are the same people who didn't want a yeah. dog. In this yeah, place. I know, right? Yeah. How about you, Ronald? Uh, quirkiest, um, funniest thing that Brownie does. Quirkiest, funniest thing? I think Brownie does a couple things that you guys probably, that you probably know. Yeah. But um, Brownie's a super big, like, uh, like, He's just he he buys for attention a lot. Oh yeah. So like when he first meets you, he'll want you to pet him, like and and so like you know you do with every friendly dog, you pet him on the head and scratch him on the head. But dude, this guy will not want you to stop petting him. Yeah, so if once you stop petting him, he'll, he'll sit beside you and then he'll he'll put his paw in your hand first and then he'll be like, oh okay yeah sure, and then. He'll do it again. He'll put your paw on you. If you don't, he'll start scratching he'll start you. Scratching you. Like, this guy starts scratching. And, and it'll, it'll be three scratches every time. One, two, three. And then he'll stop. And you'll be like, the fuck? And then, you, you, so you go back to whatever you're doing, like watching TV or like yeah. playing video games. And then again, one, two, three. And then you're like, what the hell? Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, another quirky thing that my parents actually got Brownie into the habit of doing was my parents love to pet Brownie with their feet. Uh-huh. So... <laughs> Whenever Brownie comes around, he'll just post up by your feet. He'll yeah. just lay on your feet, waiting for you to like pet him with your foot. And I'm just like, all right, yes, <laughs> sure. Um, I guess like another quirky thing that Brownie does is like he tries to hump every single dog oh, yeah. he sees. But that's just like, and 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 human people too. Yeah, yeah. No, I think it's just it's more on on the basis of like shock value because you're like you'll like sit there and whenever he meets a new dog, you'll sit there and you'll be like. Is he gonna hump him or, or is he gonna yeah. be crabby? And you just like I wait, story. and then you're just like, okay, well he's a humper. I have <laughs> well, a story. Uh, the first time Brownie met Bosco, right? So, so it was me, you, and our friend Eric, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were just chilling at the door, right? And then it, it was um, Bosco and, and Brownie. They were just like sniffing each other, how dogs like kind of greet each other, and then like it was so funny because they weren't even barking at each other or anything. Like Brownie just like sneaks up behind Bosco and then starts mounting him like this and you're like no 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 it was so funny and now they're they're frenemies yeah so. now they're frenemies and now they hate each other now they hate each other but yeah yeah uh no next question uh, kind of the flip side of that what is the most annoying thing that your dog does I guess Ronald we can start with you because oh we my start god with the most annoying thing that Bernie does is um that I used to actually really really hate um is that whenever s- no one Unless it's a family member, no matter who comes to the door, he'll bark at you. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's not even an aggressive bark. He'll just bark to be annoying. Like, <laughs> you, we, we tell him, stop barking. And yeah. every time, he'll just be like, Rah! and just why are you barking? Like, we told you not to bark when yeah. people come in. Um, and that's just, like, the most annoying thing. Also, another annoying thing is, like, just when he breathes. Because <laughs> ah, he stinks. So bad. This, this dude loves to, like... And, and, and I guess it's also our fault because uh, we didn't really like train him not to eat grass or like eat stuff outside. But yeah. this dude has a stomach of steel and will just eat everything outside. Uh-huh. And so his breath will always smell like shit. <laughs> he'll just always smell like garbage because like he'll roll around in the dirt and stuff, even though he's like 42 million years old. And it's just like, bro, I, I, I can't keep giving you showers like literally every other day because you smell so bad right. and like i can't like and it's like yes i like i'll brush your teeth every now and then but it's just like bruh even if i brush your teeth your breath smells so bad <laughs> dude i'm just like man ugh. i i also really hate the smell of dog food so it's just like i'm just like ugh. Just especially like, if it's like wet dog food yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, that one's brutal yeah, yeah. how about you jane how about you jaden i'd say for me it's uh i was talking to vince about this uh it's uh, when we go for walks, he has a tendency to like pick stuff up in his mouth. Mm. Um, so usually when we go for a walk, like I, I always have to like fight to like get things out of his mouth. And the stuff mm. he picks up is most nasty shit. <laughs> like um, you know, oh. he like beelines it. Like he um, like one thing he always goes for is like um, like those used um, face masks. Oh yeah. Cigarette oh, yeah. buds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then like these like used tissues, which is like 
Like, why are they used tissues? <laughs> more, right? There's why nothing good. There's the nothing good on the ground, bro. Tissue, right? <laughs> so then, like digging that out, and then oh my god! And then there's like um, uh, like you know, on like the lawns, like when people like, I don't know what these uh, are for. I think they're for like mapping like the gas lines they like oh, put like those the, flags, the flags, yeah, the flags. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. rufus like picks them up and walks with them like, oh no i take it out then i'm like well, what the hell do i do with this <laughs> and it's like i just put it i don't know i'm just kidding <laughs> yeah um for bosco i think this is like common for a corgi uh for corgis this guy loves to bite this guy loves to play bite um and like, whenever you pick him up, it depends, like, on his mood. If he's, like, hyper, then he'll bite a lot. Um, like, it's not, like, an aggressive bite. It's more, like, play. It's not, like, really hard. It's just yeah. his teeth are so... His puppy teeth are, like, so sharp. Um, and, like, how kind of deal with that is, like, redirect his attention to another, mm-hmm. another thing. Like, maybe a toy or um, if he keeps doing it, like, just not give him attention. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, leave the room. And making me realize, like, if if you if you're play biting too hard, like, no one wants to no one wants to play with you or give you attention, right? Um, with corgis as well, because they're herding dogs. Um, what he really likes to do is chase us around the house and like nip at our feet, because like her <laughs> like corgis are herding dogs, so their main purpose, uh, like in the past, was to herd cattle and and livestock and stuff like that, right? So how they how they achieved that was they hit they nip at the at the livestock's feet to get them to go where they want to go. So he doesn't know any better, right? That's the instinct. So that's what he does to us, and it's super annoying because when he nips our feet, it like hurts, mm-hmm. and then we try to pick him up, and then he runs away. And because he's so short, <laughs> like we, we can't we can't like get him right away, right? So I don't know, it's just super annoying. Like I I, I know um like with my grandma she she spoils him a lot because she gives him like the slipper and i'm like don't do that because he's gonna get used to like um you giving him the slipper or think it's okay that for for him to bite Mm -hmm. feet Mm -hmm. and for him to get a reward right so it's 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 just super hard with with corgi but um and and also like this guy is also a bully yeah. <laughs> not only to dogs but also to people like he if if you don't if you're not confident this goes for for corgi uh for all corgis um if you're not like a confident trainer then they'll they'll assert their dominance over you right they they'll be spoiled and you'll you'll force to give them everything they want because like for example they're barking or they're crying and then mm-hmm. you just give in like it's a constant struggle with this guy to not give him what he wants yeah. all the time. Bosco has like real alpha energy. He has yeah, real alpha super energy. Super alpha energy. Especially super alpha like energy. Comparing it to like my dog, who I think is like pretty like submissive, I guess, comparing it to um, like your dog and like the other dogs that came over to visit. Yeah. Like I was just thinking like, man, if, if Rufus had that alpha oh, energy. Rufus. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Rufus. Someone would have <laughs> <someone would've laughs> been seriously hurt, bro. <laughs> Yeah, I think Brownie has alpha energy. It's just Bosco's he, alpha energy just overpowers. No, I think so Brownie's much. also also old. Like, He's yeah, like yeah. Brownie's super alpha, but it's just like when it comes to Bosco, he just like can't hang. Yeah. Um. Oh, another also another thing that we also discussed like that because and you reminded me because Rufus always loves to grab stuff is that Brownie loves to like get go into the bathroom and just eat yes all the tissues all the toilet Bosco paper. also loves tissues like, it's so like, annoying i know it's super gross but like tampons he loves uh, to grab onto tampons it's so gross i remember i seeing a string at like coming oh out of his God. mouth and i'm just like uh, he's like walking down the stairs like super nonchalantly and i'm like i'm like i'm like yo what's that i don't want to grab that and i'm like i don't want to grab that and and he's just like i'm like but i gotta because i don't want him to eat it and then I like I like pull on it because I, I think it's like low key I think it's like probably just like a like a piece of like toilet paper right so I yank on it and a whole ass tap comes <laughs> oh, out of his mouth and I'm like oh, oh I I like oh I like I like almost screamed because it was so gross I was Ew. like oh my god and I like literally threw that shit in back in the bathroom and I'm just like what the fuck and like I just yelled at my dog I was like you you fucker you're so <laughs> gross yeah I mean. I, I guess a, a, an interesting thing because like you babysat Bo- or you yeah. dog sat Bosco yeah. for like a couple of days. So, yeah. what's what's something like what's an annoying thing that Bosco 
Oh uh, man, it's did to you guys. <laughs> I think uh, the most annoying thing that Bosco did um, was that like uh, he he'll he'll just like to go like wherever. Like he'll he'll pee when he needs to pee, but when he needs to shit, he'll never shit when he wants to. <laughs> Eggs. And it's just like and it's like I remember one time it was one day where we had let Bosco out during all the times we needed to. We yeah. made sure that he was like pooping properly but this guy was just like loaded up that day and he shat three <laughs> times in the same day in my mom's room oh, and we were like, oh we, were like we were like how in did first of all day. how did you get away from us to shit in my mom's room three times in three different spots <laughs> and i was just like what the fuck and also like what's crazy like this guy's super familiar with my house now because we babysat him but um what's like shitty about Bosco and Brownie is that they're like double trouble because whatever Brownie will do like when they're civil and they're not play fighting yeah. what Brownie will do like if it's mischievous or not Bosco will do mm-hmm. so it's like if Brownie goes into the bathroom and like eats the toilet paper and like the Bosco tampons Bosco will go to the other bathroom <laughs> and eat all the toilet paper partners in crime literally or it's like if Brownie like if Brownie is scratching on the door like the boss will start scratching on the door mm-hmm. or it's just like it, it's kind of like how like it's like little, little brother big brother where the yeah exactly it's just like exactly. marrying everything the big brother does and it's like yeah it's tight to see Bosco. and like i love that bosco like takes some stuff from brownie because brownie's like a brownie somewhat is a well-trained dog but it's just like it's also at the same time like they just have the shitter energy when yeah. they're both like there it's just like bro what the hell <laughs> Yeah, so, I have a story. I have a story about Bosco. Actually, it happened yesterday with uh, our friend's dog Bobo. Um, so, um, <laughs> so our friend, like, we were hanging out on his deck, right? And then he opened the door and accidentally let the dogs inside. And then this guy went straight for Bobo's bed um, <laughs> and took a shit in it, right? <laughs> um, and then Bobo, like, stepped in it and then ran all over. All, all over this guy's house and we spent like the next half an hour uh on our knees wiping the the crusty poop <laughs> with lysol wipes <laughs> and we had two other friends there who didn't have dogs and um we were like this is how it's really like <laughs> to Literally. Have a dog. Literally. but yeah that uh that reminds me of a story um like for rufus when he was like uh a little younger yeah. um he ate one of those like clips that you hang like Christmas lights on. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. he like swallowed it, and I was like, "Oh, like shit! This is like a big clip. We're gonna yeah. have to like take him somewhere." So yeah, we went to that same like twenty four hour uh, like vet clinic. Yeah. And um, so they gave him this thing for him to like throw it up. Yeah. And so he did, but there was only like half of the clip. Oh god. And so the other half oh, was still man. in there, right? Oh shit. And he's like, "Well, that half isn't coming out." This end, yeah. So it's gonna <laughs> it's be the gonna other, be one. other one. So here's this like laxatives, and yeah. you mix it in with this food, and Bro. then he's gonna like poop it out. Oh, and this was like at like um, maybe like eight thirty, like on a Tuesday, right? Like I have work. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, saying, I'm gonna be late today. <laughs> yeah. And then that whole day, oh my god, every like thirty minutes, he had to like go and like shit. It's like shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the worst. Um. Okay. Do we have the next question? All right. Yeah, go ahead, Jaden. Sorry. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm kind of curious. So both me and Vince sort of got our dogs like post lockdown, mm-hmm. but you mm-hmm. went through like before and after, right? I was yeah, wondering how yeah, much yeah. it changed like with you guys being at home and stuff. Um, I think my dog, I think Brownie just was really receptive to it and loved that we spent more time with him because I think um, even though he's an older dog, he still does feel loneliness. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. think like one of the things that we really struggled with, especially when he started to get older was, uh, combating his like separation anxiety. With mm-hmm. us. Cause, uh, like, um, when, so like when we got older and I started going back to uni, um, and my brother started going back to like school and my sister was in like high school or elementary or whatever. And my parents were going to work. Um, there'd be like pretty much a six hour period where Brownie just was alone at home and he really didn't have anyone. So, um, I, I assume that was like pretty tough for him. And like, I, I'm pretty sure that he probably just slept throughout the day for the most part. But as soon as like, um, as soon as we lockdown hit and we started staying home a lot more, I think he was a lot more receptive and he was a lot more happy and he just seemed a lot more active than usual. Cause before 
we'd like come like if someone was home he'd just kind of be like tired and kind of drowsy during those like six hour period because that's usually when he sleeps or it's just like lazy and then he turns it on but now like when we were home constantly he was just always like boom 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 and then he would like sleep a lot longer but i think you can definitely see like the change in his mood and the change in his like just behavior when we were home a lot more because he's like oh the people i love is like home a lot more and they can like take care of me and they're always like there to pay attention to me and stuff so that was like it was a good thing it was it was a good thing for my dog for sure yeah but yeah that's that's kind of the change i didn't notice too much of a change just because brownie is just docile in general yeah like he's he's just a very like lazy dog he's not super active so it's just like yeah he's just chilling half the time yeah i would say with like lockdown like i guess one of the silver linings that it made like taking like pet care a lot easier because we're always yeah. at home yeah mm-hmm. yeah and then yeah. well i guess i don't know about you vince but for me like the reason why i got rufus at the time i did was um like not only did i like finish university and like got a job but uh it was like okay lockdown is gonna i got like like eight months of lockdown where i can like bond with yeah, the dog yeah. and ready mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so i get him now by the time i like by head back to the office he's gonna be smooth sailing yeah. um so yeah that's a that's how I got Rufus. And I think that's why a lot of other people um, got their dogs as well during this time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I kept thinking about like going back to the office yeah, and how yeah. that's going to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one of the things, I guess we were talking about before, like the financial stuff and like yeah. how it like extends out. Uh-huh. So right now for my work, um, it got announced that we'll, we can do like full-time work from home. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, like it's fully oh, nice. flexible. Uh-huh. Um, so I was thinking, like, if I were to ever, like, switch jobs and stuff, I think I would need that to be, like, a requirement. Yeah. yeah. Like, staying yeah. home now. Yeah, so, yeah. like, that alone, as seems like the financial stuff, like, cancels out a lot of, like, potential places to work at. Just exactly, to, like, take yeah. care mm-hmm, of, like, mm-hmm. the dog and stuff like that. Yeah. I think that's one of, like, the decisions that, like, like, it isn't, like, right away. Like, I think when you get a dog, you, like, calculate the cost of, like, the yeah, food like and the stuff food like that. But I think it's, like, stuff. the the lifestyle change the lifestyle change lifestyle change yeah Yeah. i I think that's what like makes the biggest difference yeah i think that's a good good point to lead into our 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 last question because the last question is advice to anyone who's looking to get a pet or just got one and what i put down was um to really think about like the type of life that you're living right now and the type of life that the the pet you're getting whether that be a dog or a cat or whatever require requires to raise right and and you have to be willing to oh shoot it's okay it's okay my sister's up there. <laughs> oh my family's up there they'll okay. be fine well you, you have to be you have to be willing to uh compromise with the type of like the the time that it requires to raise um that pet and you have to really think about you know am i ready to give up a lot of my personal time yeah yeah am i ready yeah, yeah. to you know be tired at work because i haven't slept literally this, literally uh this demon. puppy or, or this this young pet and if that's if if like for example if you're thinking of getting a dog and all of the stuff that we've talked about right now like seems scary to you maybe a dog is not the right yeah pet maybe, for you. maybe a dog isn't a right pet yeah 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 so like i, I don't know because the, the time commitment and the work required to raise let, let's say a dog and to take care of like i don't know a fucking fish or something <laughs> yeah, is a lot different. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a lot different. So you have to really think about what kind of lifestyle changes you'll have to make to to accommodate um, your pet in your life because they are going to be part of your family for a long time. Um, dogs' lifespan usually around 10, 15 years. 10, 15, 10, 15 years. years. So yeah, that's yeah, like yeah. literally a lot of time in your in your life that you're going to have and take care of this dog. So mm-hmm. really think about is it going to fit now and also in the future i guess that's like my biggest advice i think one of my biggest advice is oh my (laughs) they're actually fight clubbed out bro (laughs) um but i think one of my biggest advices is to invest in like pet insurance if you are thinking about getting a pet invest in like pet insurance invest in like uh registering your pet and um just generally knowing what your finances are looking like going forward because again it is a lifestyle change and it's like do i have enough money to really like uh afford this pet and it's also like um making sure that and it's also if you are like living with a like if you are living with your family or you are living with another person it's also like a team effort it's not yeah it's because 
Because what I was really thankful with with Brownie, and even when we were babysitting Bosco, was that like everyone was fully invested in like taking care of this yeah. dog. So it's like if one person didn't take him out, then the other person would. Or mm-hmm. if another person forgot to feed him, then another person would. And I think um, it's always a blessing to live with another person and having a dog. Because I think also being like just the sole owner of that pet and like just taking care of it solely is a lot of it's a lot of it's, work. it's a lot of work, right? Like obviously, like. As the main pet owners like you, like you, Jaden, and you, Vince, um, it, like you guys do a lot of the work, but it like it helps when your family helps out and like uh looks after the dog. So it's like, um, don't like always when you are looking to get a pet, always discuss with your family if they are willing to like have them in the house. Cause, exactly. Um, having like an unwilling family to take care of a pet in a house is just like it's, not a good recipe for success. Because yeah. <laughs> it's just like. It's worse if they, than not having yeah, a pet. Exactly. If they hate the dog, then it's just like... Yeah, the dog's not going to be... What happy. the hell am I supposed to do, right? Exactly. Yeah, if the dog feels like he's unwanted, yeah, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. They, they, can, they realize when, mm-hmm. when, they don't, yeah. when they're not loved. Or mm-hmm. they're 100%. 100%. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, just looking into that. And um, also, like... Also remembering that just pets in general are a lot of work. I know, like, for... Like you guys were ex- like uh, were emphasizing that it's a lot of work, and then I'm, I'm me on the other side. I'm like, yeah, Brownie's super docile and stuff like that. And he's he's he, like he he but it feeds wasn't himself. Always like but that. it wasn't always like yeah, that. We had to tra- we had to train him to, train him to like eat when he wants to eat or drink when he wants to drink or let us know when he wants to go out. Right. Yeah. So it's 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 a lot of work and it's a lot of training. And you guys got to remember, I've had my dog for like ten years. 10 years. So y- you got to take that into account, like. Um, creating specific habits in dogs is, is it's, it's tough and it's, it's, it's tough. a long road. It's, it's, it's definitely a long road, but it is fulfilling when you do kind of get it right. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Cause mine is sort of like the mix of like, uh, like both of your guys mm-hmm. is so I know like bringing like a, a pet into like the family, like it, it really is like getting like accustomed to everyone in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then like with my parents. So for me, I do like majority of like the like the work work yeah yeah like walk him like uh clean up after him feed him all that stuff but like stuff that my parents do like just like uh sitting with him and like the evenings and stuff Mm -hmm. um like that's a huge help and i usually like load off my shoulders (laughs) too like like if i'm like uh, hanging out with my friends in the evening it's nice to know that rufus is just like chilling with my parents Uh um and they're enjoying each other too so that's a huge thing um i would say like um for getting a dog like really got to think about like whose dog like who's going to own the dog who's going to be like fully responsible yeah. for the dog yeah yeah because yeah. yeah. um, yeah. i know like uh some people who do like the surprise we got a puppy thing yeah and yeah. then when it comes to like university and stuff I'm like oh well i gotta move out exactly well, <laughs> yeah. Fun. Yeah. and then um yeah like for me like um like i don't know how much it affected like your guys's like post and like after you get the dog of like your five-year plan but like one of the big things that like changed uh with me was like moving out Mm -hmm. so my plan was like yes yes yeah like post university just like um move out and just live in like an apartment or a townhouse something like that but then uh with rufus like since he's like my dog i can't leave him with my parents exactly so Uh then it's like i have to think about the living situation and it's like okay rufus he's like 50 pounds like his own yard yeah yeah you definitely like wouldn't be happy in an apartment yeah um even like a like a townhouse for him um i was at like a private yard or something probably still be bigger and then it's like we get a house and i'm looking at my bank account I'm like oh my god i can't afford a house <laughs> exactly yeah. Damn. So, yeah so like think about all that stuff like how it like fits into your life and like the bigger picture and mm-hmm. like how like uh it affects all these different aspects that you may not be able to to consider it's like um yeah you really have to think about the time you spend with the dog um, I think like when you look at videos and when people like, uh, like if you're like young and your parents tell you like the downsides of owning a dog, they usually talk about like cleaning it up. And yeah. yeah. It's all true. Stuff. It's true. Yeah. It's true. I think that part is the easiest part. The hard part is like the time commitment. The time, like, the time like, commitment. That's like whenever you go out now, I have to think like, okay, who's going to, who's going to take, take care of, care of yeah. this person? Like yeah. uh, who's going to take care of this dog and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So there was like a couple of times when like, I just couldn't go. I just had to like stay home with Rufus and do all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'd say like, you have to think about like years and years, like, like years. what you're saying, like, yeah. like if your dog lives like 15 years and you get the dog when you're like 20, you're going to be like what? 35 or something. Five, man. Yeah. You're going to yeah. go through a whole lot of changes. Yeah. Like, um, all that stuff. Yeah. 
yeah, so yeah. I guess think about the whole thing in general. Yeah, like I, I, I know I know um, a, fr- a friend of mine whose cousin is in high school, and the the dog that they got was a German Shepherd mixed with something. But yeah, it's a it's a big, it's a big dog. dog. Yeah, and that's a lot of commitment. Like she's obviously not always gonna be around, right? <laughs> and. Uh, my my friend's kind of worried that like how are you gonna take care of this dog if you're in school right and I think that's the that's the trap that a lot of people fall into is they look at dogs on like social media or they mm-hmm. see dogs outside mm-hmm. like oh my gosh I want a dog like it's so cute like the the amount of time that went in to train that dog and to take <laughs> care of the dog is not cute no it is no, a lot of no, work no, it's so much um, work they they may look on cute on the outside like um, shout out uh. Shameless plug at Lofa Bosco. Oh. <laughs> so so you see all, all, all the pictures of, of Bosco, but like all, all that uh, kind of like is after all the work that I've put in. It's like surface and level, dude. My sister has put in and my family has put in to kind of train the dog. Like a lot of days, I would rather not wake up at 6.30 to uh, let this guy out and do his business. But I'm just like, okay, well, I have to because he's, he's, he's a living being, right? So you have to like take care of him obviously it's it's your responsibility it's your dog so they really i think that's a lot of uh a, a lot of the issues that that come up and and the kind of sad thing is like with covid a lot of people got pets yeah and then now that uh, they're going back to their oh, regular, life, life, regular life their dog doesn't fit in anymore and mm-hmm. a lot of these dogs that, that got adopted during covid are now going to the pounds yeah uh, as, as covid dogs which is which is really sad so before you get a dog really think about your situation and if it fits because it's super sad for dogs it's like a, tra- a traumatic experience to have to like be taken away from from your family the the people who've raised you and then you're in this pound right and then like it's so unfamiliar it's like other dogs that are unfamiliar to you so yeah really really think about your situation if a dog or any pet doesn't fit in your in your lifestyle right now don't get it don't don't yeah. get it because yeah, it's yeah. just a, a large time sink and money sink that um will only bite you in the butt later on so yeah mm-hmm. yeah i would say like um like when i got rufus like i was really thinking about like that time like only about this much time yeah before i go back to the office so that made me like really like pull the trigger like uh pretty quick yeah um but yeah if i could like uh go back like i think i i would have like waited and then like um like i guess because at the time i wasn't so sure like I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't know if you guys can hear. These guys are barking. I can't stop. I can't. Okay. So small disclaimer. Uh, Brownie and Bosco are frenemies, so they love to like bark and like fight. Um, and what doesn't help is that my dad is an instigator. So my dad will, my dad will purposely put Bosco near Brownie so that they fight. And so, it's it's. I'm sorry. I I just laugh like all the time when they fight. Sorry, Jaden. Keep going, dude um what was i saying <laughs> <laughs> the time commitment and yeah, like, oh yeah yeah. Um, yeah yeah i'd say like there's no rush like i know there's always like a time when you think now here's the time to like get a dog before yeah. things come in but mm-hmm. like let's say my job didn't like extend like um or it didn't allow me to work full-time from home then it's like ah then it i think for me it would have been better just to like wait and see like post-covid what was going on and then, yeah. like okay yeah. if i do yeah, have to yeah. work eight hours a day maybe like um you know, I have to get the whole situation figured out first yeah, before maybe. I get a dog and that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, just like when you feel that like rush, it's, it takes time. Like it's like a tattoo, right? Yeah, you don't get yeah, like yeah. A, a spur of the moment decision. Yeah. Yeah. No regrets. No regrets. No regrets. <laughs> get a fucking squid fighting a fish, bro. Oh my <laughs> yes, sir. Like, yes. Like, what does it mean? It's like, damn, I don't know. Damn, I don't know. I love sushi. I got it. <laughs> I love sushi. <laughs> All right. Um, I um, think yeah. I think closing. I think closing remarks too. I think uh, like I do agree with both of you guys. Like it's 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 a huge time sink. Pets are a huge time sink. Huge. Whether uh, especially dogs especially in particular. Dogs. I know it was yeah. a very like dog centric video, but that's like that's the only pets we really own. Yeah. And like uh, it, I I can't say that it'll get easier when they get older, but um, you just get more used to it. it. You get more used to it, and it does get easier. Like. Um, don't get me wrong. I, I experienced the same thing. Like I was waking up at 6am to take Brownie out and like, um, like I, like I told you guys, like the horror stories about like him crying in his crate him shitting everywhere, him pissing Mm -hmm. everywhere. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's just, it's pets are a very big time sink. And 
at times they're going to be a very big inconvenience to your lifestyle like yeah. um if you want to go out if you want to like do some and it's like even like relationship partners right like it's like if you end up dating someone and they're not into like dogs you're if just they're like, allergic to dogs yeah if they're allergic to dogs yeah like, you're fucked yeah it's just you either get rid of the relationship or you get rid of the dog i know which one i would get rid of uh, not the dog not the dog <laughs> <laughs> bye <laughs> and with that we'll wrap up the episode hey. there uh thank you guys for watching thanks Jaden, for um thank you Jayden. for, for yeah, being thank you guys for having this episode me. um yeah so make sure you guys if you guys have pets uh other than dogs, preferably, because we've we've been talking about a lot, a lot about yeah. dogs. Tell yeah. us about your experience, um, or that mean the comments or or in our Instagram uh, messages. Tell us about your experience about having a pet, whether that be whether you've had them since they were young or you just got them. Um, tell us about your experience. Um, make sure you guys like, comment, subscribe. Um, watch out for our next episode. I don't know what the topic will be. <laughs> anymore i can't remember remember anymore (laughs) but uh yeah so um make sure you guys take care of yourselves we'll see you in the next one again thank you Jaden, for being a guest yeah we'll see you guys next time hey bye see you guys see you guys peace peace peace. that's a wrap it's a wrap baby let's see if it